Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Hey there, Savvy Scribes. I have to share a quick story. When my oldest was in preschool, they made their moms a thing that said, my mom's favorite thing to do is, and my son put grocery shopping. Nowadays, he knows that I actually hate grocery shopping. And with technology these days, I don't have to go in the store at all. It makes me so happy. I choose to spend my 168 hours a week in my business and with my family, not at the grocery store. If you want to join in on my hate for a grocery store, <laughs> go to bits.ly slash sset10. And that's going to lead you to an application called Instacart. Instacart partners with the local grocery stores and delivers your groceries straight to your doorstep. You guys, grocery shopping takes me five minutes to order stuff. And then you get to add favorites so you don't have to add bread to your cart every single time. We know we have to get bread, right? So my driver lets me know if they have to do substitutions at the grocery store and they deliver the groceries right to the door. And all I do is put them away. I am so grateful for this service. You guys, it's so cheap and so easy to use. If you go to bit.ly slash ssget10, you'll get $10 off and I'll get $10 off. Let's support the podcast, and support you not going to the grocery store. Welcome to The Savvy Scribe, a podcast for freelance healthcare and medical writers who want to start or grow their business. Your hosts, Carol Bush and Janine Kalbach, will help you build a profitable health writing business without having to spend years figuring it out on your own. Now, let's join the conversation. Hey, Savvy Scribes, Janine here today for a quick win, and I wanted to just share with you some tips of things I've learned in the last six years of freelance writing. They aren't in any specific order, but get a piece of paper and a pen, or just listen to this later for the replay. Here we go. The first thing I learned over the six years of freelancing is to get a contract ready to go. Nothing is worse than someone who scope creeps, as Carol calls them. And when people scope creep, that means they are asking more of you than what you originally stated. Think of it, you guys. When you are in a contracted position to write an article, that is all you are asked to do. So if they are asking you to go above and beyond that, prices need to be increased. So if I were you, Next time you have some downtime, I want you to create a contract that, in, and there's a bunch online that you can kind of, you know, tweak of, you know, scope of work for a freelance writer. And doing that, you will make easier transition when you try to start booking your next client because you'll already have a template ready to go. And it saves you. It saves a client. It saves you. Everybody's happy. There's nothing wrong with a contract. Always, 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 always get a contract. I don't care if it's a one-off piece, get a contract. 
The next thing is accounting software. Now, Carol and I are very different on this topic in the sense of I like paper pen and I also like Excel spreadsheets. I like to add my own commands into Excel and have it summarize everything and or for many years I was doing paper pencil on a spreadsheet at my desk and I would write the amount I invoiced to a client and pencil and then when they paid I would change that over to pen and then I'd add up the amount at the end of the month and that was my income after you know I'd add in my expenses as well so I'd have profit. You could also have something do this for you. FreshBooks is a nice um, platform. And.co is now starting to charge people, but they're a nice platform. PayPal's not a bad one. You can use PayPal and expense out the fees that they, that they charge you for using their services. But they, they can help you invoice as well, too. There's so many out there, you guys. Just pick one and stick with it. And if you need more of that um, DIY stuff where they actually do it for you, um, you'd want to do something like QuickBooks or FreshBooks or Wave. The next thing I have noticed over my last six years of freelancing is that my potential clients are extremely busy. Okay, well, I knew that already. But because of that, I need to keep my communication short and to the point but I need to continue the conversation as well they don't need my whole life story they don't need to know how many years I've been an RN they don't need to know my best patient stories they don't need to know my um, all every single thing I've written for I need to appeal to their business so when I pitch to somebody I'm giving them maybe three samples in their niche not of something totally off kilter of what they want and I will then you know compliment their own their company I gotta do a little bit of research on my end and introduce myself and tell them how I can help them then I might ask if they want samples or just give them some samples and a call to action meaning I want them to write me back it's not just going to hang out there you know in the wind of like this open connection if you want to talk da 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 Sometimes I just say, are you open to speaking about this opportunity Tuesday or Friday at 8 a.m.? I have some time this week. Hope to talk to you soon. Something like that. That gives your client uh, time to talk to you. And, hope, and if they're totally not interested, they'll tell you. Another thing I have learned is to keep track of everything. And I mean every little cent in your business. I don't care if you're going to the store and bought a pack of pens. That is part of your business. That's a business expense. And when I say keep track of everything, that also means in your office. Know where papers are. Know where client folders are. Keep things organized because you'll never know when you have to like pull out a certain paper. And keep track of passwords. A lot of applications have now, every single application has pretty much a username and password, and sometimes you can't use that same password or username on different applications. So find a place to document those, and it could be digital, it could be in your phone, it could be on a piece of paper, whatever that is, just keep track of it because it will come in handy. Another thing you'll also want to keep track of is your goals. 
how are you doing this year so far? Are there things you want to improve on? Are there things that you maybe haven't made success in that maybe should come off your goals list? Maybe you're just changing your goals altogether. Keep track of those things. Another thing to keep track of, because we are writers and we aren't always running around, is how much activity are you getting in a day? Are you eating? Are you drinking water? Are you taking care of yourself? Or are you just push to shove, just constantly working and making yourself totally exhausted? There needs to be some sort of balance in your life that can help you feel happier and even work more efficiently than just sitting at the computer and constantly, constantly going. Another thing to keep track of, again, it kind of bridges off the clients in the sense of like their own folder. How are you keeping track of projects? Are you using a planner? Are you using a piece of paper? Are you using something digital like Trello or Google Keep? Whatever those things are for your project management, you have to make sure it's working and that you're using it. A lot of us love those digital solutions if we use them. So it has to be whatever works for you. I have a lot of people ask me about my calendar and how I get it to work. And this is just not even in writing in life. People ask me that because they know I'm an organized person. And I always, my go-to answer is you have to do what's right for you. And it took me a long time to go from paper to digital and not have that in-between time of paper and digital and talk about double work. You have to choose the calendar that is going to work with your life. And the final thing, and this is probably the most important thing, is to plan out your days. Today, when I'm recording this podcast, it is a Friday, and I will be planning my next week after I'm done recording. Um, what that does for me is, one, it clears my mind for the weekend to be able to just chill with my kids and my husband and not have to worry about work and know what's coming up that week. The second thing it does is helps me separate my work life and personal life. If one of the kids has appointments for whatever, next week my other son starts school. Um, what, like, what are those things that I look at going into a week that I have to be sure I have in order? Even food, like we have to make sure I go grocery shopping and I always plan my meals to make sure we're eating and we have enough nutrition in this house and not, not all junk. So when you plan a day in the morning, like I plan my week and then I get up in the morning and I'll look at my day. I always think of like the big thing I want to do that day or three things I want to do that day for my big goal. I try to have a big goal once a week of what I'm trying to achieve in my business and life. I have, you know, different life goals, different business goals, and how am I getting forward towards those goals every single week, day, and that's what I try to focus on, and it, it helps simplify things so much more than having this long, long, long goals list or to-do list. All right, you guys, that is the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, let us know. You can always email us any of your questions at SavvyScribes at gmail.com. Come and join us on our Facebook community called the Savvy Scribe Collective, and we'll see you over there. Have a great day. Hi, everyone. Sorry to interrupt, but my mom wanted you to check out a 
tool, acuity. Mom wants acuity. Well, Jimmy, acuity is a online platform that helps you schedule certain appointments with clients or with friends. Personally, I enjoy Acuity because it connects my Google Calendar. And you know how you have a lot of things going on? Yeah. Well, so does a lot of other people. Yeah. So they can use this tool called Acuity to help them schedule things around their life. Check it out. Bit.ly slash Acuity. That's a for today's episode of The Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.